Okay, thank you so much for doing the podcast. This is so exciting. Hello, thank you for having me. So, Daphne Glenshler. Glenshler. Glenshler, oh my God, I'm so bad at names. Totally fine. (laughs) And so you're in Amsterdam? Yeah, I am. That's so exciting. So basically, this is about meeting people in real life and like stories about that and stuff like that. So like dating and stuff, which I know probably you can't do right now because of the pandemic. (laughs) Thankfully, I have tons of experience meeting people IRL and online, so. Yeah, because I was even thinking, if you didn't mind sharing that uh, great story you told me about meeting those two guys in real life. (laughs) Oh boy, yeah. Of course, I would love to tell the world about the threesome I had with two guys. (laughs) That's a great in real life story. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, it's peak IRL, I would say. Not just meeting one guy IRL, but two. Like, that's unheard of these days. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus Christ. It's like finding a fossil. Did it happen at a bar? Yeah, at a bar. During the day. During the day? Those guys were thirsty early. And they knew, had they planned to go out and, like, find someone for a threesome? Or I don't think that they were planning on it. But they did say that they had had one before together. Okay, Jesus. So I don't know if they're just gay and they want like a woman to sort of validate their attraction towards one another. Yeah. Without like seeming like, without admitting that they're actually into each other. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Um, But they they both slept with you. So did they sleep with each other during the... No, no, they oh, so, maybe, so maybe not. I no, honestly, ha- it was such a letdown, the whole experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I can start from the beginning if you yeah. would like me to take like a chronological. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> okay, I feel like I'm in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Dr. Boyle. Yeah. <laughs> I am unqualified. Dr. <laughs> <Katie> Boyle, MD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so it was just very random. I was meeting, I was out to meet, um, a friend of my dad's just who was living in New York city, you know, this woman in her thirties, late thirties, I think, not sure. Um, but I'd never met her before. So we were going to meet in this bar, uh, in the meatpacking district. And I forget what it's called, like monkey something golden monkey, I think. I never go. I never go to the meatpacking. So it was like the only time. (laughs) You don't find a lot of comedians hanging around (laughs) in meatpacking clubs. It's too expensive. I think I went once and it was like $20 a drink. I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no, I have rent to pay. I can't. (laughs) So anyway, we had an afternoon date set up. So, you know, I arrived there early because I'm always early for things because I live far away from everywhere. So I just leave like an hour before. And I get there and I'm pretty confused. The bar is packed. It's like 3 p.m. And I'm just like, wow, people in New York go really hard. Okay. So (laughs) I get there and I'm just like finding the one empty spot in the bar, which is across these two guys. Yeah. So I I go up to them and I'm like, hey, uh, can I sit here? Like, I'm just waiting for my friend. Um, not looking for a threesome, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so 
they're like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know, like, they're like, oh, we found our prey. Cause I think they like looked at each other or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I sat down and they're both pretty decent looking. So, you know, I'm not minding the whole experience, you know, I didn't know it was going to lead to, you know, everything it did. But <laughs> so they start talking to me and they tell me about this position that they did called the Eiffel Tower. Okay, I've never heard of that. What's an Eiffel Tower? It's this position where if two guys are having a threesome, one is from behind and then one is like, like one one guy's dick is in the girl's mouth and then they high five each other. Oh my God. I honestly, when you said that, I thought it was going to be when they touch their penises together. (laughs) And then they like put their heads together. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, they just bash their heads. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize it was like you had to be included. Okay, so they opened with that. They told you about that while you're waiting for your dad's friend? Yes. <laughs> oh, weird. No, they, they told me before that, like, how, they asked me before, like, how I felt about threesomes in general. So I was but like, had they oh, been like, hi, how are you? Or they just <laughs> went straight for it? No, straight into it. So what do you think about <laughs> no I think we had a bit of a build-up you know two sips that's enough to start yeah (laughs) slow build um so they told me about this position and I just go like okay that's cool like nice (laughs) you guys experience things together (laughs) we must be good friends (laughs) high five yeah about this and then they tell me okay they had a threesome with a girl in the past and I'm just sitting there like where's my friend so I can leave soon (laughs) but I'm also kind of having fun because I was 23 at the time yeah and it was my first summer in New York City so obviously I was just down to experience whatever was going on in front of me I'm in New York. I'm not going to like walk away because these guys are kind of weird or whatever. (laughs) So I'm just kind of there having a drink, being entertained, (laughs) not giving a shit about what's going on. And eventually my friend finally shows up and, you know, she's like just this nice woman and she's like, Hey, and then before I go, I'm like, Oh, I got to go. Like, you know, my friend's here. So nice to meet you guys. Uh, And then they asked for my number. So I was like, okay, here you go. Have it. I really wasn't expecting anything out of it. Like I had plans to go out that night. So I went out, um, with my friends and I got home at like two, two thirty, and passed out. And then I woke up the next morning to a text from them saying, Hey, what are you up to? <laughs> And it's like signed both the boys. Yeah. <laughs> I love how they're just so the threesome boys. <laughs> <laughs> so I just woke up and I was like, damn, I could have had a threesome with two hot guys, but oh well. So I responded. I was like, hey, sorry, I was sleeping. Uh, would have been fun to meet up. Um, and then they said, they responded again in the app, like, 
early morning, afternoon, and they were like, we can still meet up. <laughs> I love this. This is great. They're yeah. like, no, yeah, they're like, the vibe's still going. <laughs> and I was just like going to brunch with my friend, and I was just sitting there. It's like 11.30 a.m., and I'm like, am I going to go have a threesome today? And this is your and- first threesome, right? Yes. And then my friend's like, I think you should go for it. Like, why not? And so I respond and I'm like, okay, what time uh, do you guys want to hang out? And they're like, "Uh, let's meet around 3 p.m. So I'm like, okay. Wow. And this is early. This is like a afternoon threesome. I know. Like I said, they also started early. So (laughs) (laughs) there's no time limit on when they're down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 24 hour, 24 seven round the clock type of situation, I think. And so did you go to their apartment? Yes. Wow. It's scared. That's like, I would feel like scared that they're going to murder me, but, but probably not. If I'm 23, I'd probably be like, ah, fuck it. I'll be around. <laughs> For some reason, I think I just have way too much trust in the world. So yeah, I was like, of course, these guys who just want to fuck me have good intentions. So yeah. yeah. And, so, <laughs> and so you get there. What happened then? So I go there and they lived in Midtown. So they lived in a high rise basically. Wow. So I get there and, you know, we're just hanging out. They offer me a drink and we're just talking about, you know, the weather and the news, you know, like Donald Trump wasn't president then. Oh my yeah. God, crazy times. The best of times. <laughs> and... I think we were like hanging out there for about an hour and they hadn't said anything, you know, like it was just like, I was literally just their buddy coming over for a day drinking session. Yeah. And so eventually I I look at them and I'm like, so why did you guys invite me here? You just want to hang and kick back, you know, with your new pal. Um, And then they were like, Oh, well, we were thinking uh, we, we could have a, a threesome. <laughs> and I was like, sure. Yeah, let, let's go for it. And it was so awkward because how do you start? I don't know. I have no idea. Did you start kissing one of the guys or does the other guy like jerk off while, he's kiss- while you're kissing him? No. So one guy was like, I want to take a shower. Okay. So I was like, okay, like I'll go with you. <laughs> wow. So I start hooking up with him in the shower. And then we're done with that. And then we go to the bedroom. And then the other guy joins us. And I'm telling you, it was so anticlimactic. Yeah. Because the other guy had already started hooking up with lost his boner. Of course, yeah which I guess I'm like, okay, so you're straight. Um, Cause like he just couldn't handle the other guy being there. Okay. And as well, it might've been drink and press pressure of the situation. Yeah. Over yeah. A lot of performance anxiety. Yeah. Um, and what was the, so then the other guys, and maybe that's why they do threesome so they can take turns, take a little break. <laughs> they're each other's wingman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So yeah, so then the first guy just leaves. He like goes to the living room and watches TV. So unromantic. And then the other guy and I just like hooked up and that's it. Yeah. 
And so, okay, so you didn't even really, it's more like you had sex with two guys in one day <laughs> than a threesome. I would imagine, so they never even Eiffel towered you. He more leaning. They never. <laughs> he leaning peas at you. <laughs> no, no leaning peas. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it was just like a statue that got toppled over. Yeah. Um, uh, and did you hear from them again? Did they ask you again? Um, no, they didn't. And I think it's for the best, except I did leave this necklace there. Yeah, I left my necklace and it was this necklace that I really loved yeah. because I'd had it a few years earlier. It's from H&M and I had bought it again. So it was the second time I bought that same necklace because I lost the first one. And did you get it back? You didn't get it back? So I was like, shit, I gotta go get my necklace back. So I texted them and I was like, hey, like, what's your friend who uh, lives in the apartment's number because I left my necklace there? Um, and then he probably thought I was just reaching out so I could like get in touch with this friend, which was totally not the case. Oh, so he was, and he was the guy, you texted the guy who lost his hired on. The, oh, no, so- the guy I texted kept his boner. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, he probably just did think you were like texting to hook up with the friend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. But so they were like, um, yeah, we left it with the receptionist. I was like, okay, cool. And I never went back. <laughs> oh, so they did leave it with the receptionist. They did. Yeah. Isn't that I've horrible? I hate, I hate when my friend was telling me about a guy once and she left her jacket there and he just like left it with the receptionist. But it's just like, you know, we've all like, we've banged. You can just like give it back. You don't need to be so awkward. That is horrible. Yeah. It's so impersonal. You can't just do that. I know. Oh, I hate men like that. Yeah. Like people think orgasms are important. No. That's not. You handing me my jacket is Yeah. Yeah. It's not like getting your stuff back doesn't mean that you're gonna be like, marry me. You're just like, oh, I wanna grab yeah, or like just be polite or nice. God. And so did you ever did you have another threesome ever again? Um, I did. Was it better? No. Oh god. so hard to have three people at once just be in the same exact headspace yeah like it's already hard with two people yeah I can't imagine to be honest like I went to a sex club um once yeah I didn't do anything I was just going for like uh (laughs) research for a podcast but um yeah like there there was a couple of people having like threesomes or foursomes but I feel like they're professionals you know they've been doing it a while (laughs) they're like you guys need anything (laughs) yeah i was just watching i was like okay well done good job (laughs) you're refereeing the group (laughs) but yeah so that's and your next one was with two boys again no that one was with two girls um quality obviously so three girls no two two me and one girl and then one guy oh wow okay Yeah. yeah so that was that one was yeah it was also just like whatever you know the other girl ended up not being attracted to the guy oh shit so it was kind of nice because i got all the attention in that um oh, that's great that, so I didn't I, mind. yeah but it's it's just it's like a little bit clumsy like you're all like crawling on the bed and it's like knees and like oh, elbows no no i'd be so bad at that <laughs> 
imagine like three people's stenches yeah jesus oh my gosh well still it's it's great to say that you tried it you know yeah um it's good to like be open to experiences no one's even asked me so (laughs) i'm like okay i'm okay with that i think (laughs) those are actually the only two times i've had sex so i don't know (laughs) no (laughs) i know Um, that's not true could you imagine <laughs> that was your only sexual experiences do you have any other do you have any other wild in real life stories or not even wild maybe disaster or success or anything yes so let's think let's think mm. oh i met a guy that i dated at an open mic oh wow yeah that is that's actually like kind of rare i know or Maybe it's not rare. I've never dated anybody from from an open mic. I he think wasn't th- doing the open mic though. Oh, okay. So he wasn't like a comedian. No. <laughs> oh, well, was he an audience member or he did the open mic? So he, you know, where we met, there's the, we met at the creek in the cave. Yeah. Okay. And it was a Friday night, so I was doing the Friday open mics downstairs. Yeah. And you know how there's the bar there. Yeah also downstairs so he was actually an audience member from upstairs oh show. oh so but this is great so he's not like a perfect yeah so he had gone downstairs to the bar to order a drink and i was a few drinks in and i saw him approaching the bar and i was like hey like, <laughs> did you say that did you say hey i love that i think i did i was like hello <laughs> that's great that's great advice for everybody if you want to just chat up someone at a bar just be like hello yeah literally just say hi and then they have no choice but to engage with yeah it's so nice what did he say he was just like hello so Rick was just kind of smiling like shyly he was on the other side of the bar or like I was on the corner to the right and he was to the left yeah he was kind of smiling like he wasn't really sure what was going on yeah like didn't know that I was really you know, interested, but and it was funny because he had to order and all the spots were taken except the spot next to mine because I had moved to make it empty. <laughs> this is oh, great. This is great like, scheming. Hello. <laughs> and he was so cute. And then um, I asked him his name and he was like, my name's Brian. And <laughs> he didn't do those, but you know, yeah. my impression of him now. And I told him my name. I said, what are you doing here? Because obviously he's at the bar of like an open mic slash like very small produced show. Yeah. So he says, oh, I'm here for the show. I'm actually just getting ready to watch the next one. And I was like, are you alone? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Do you have a wife upstairs? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, sick. And then he just walked up. Nothing happened. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, he was really cute. But I don't know what I'm going to do now. He's going to watch a show. I don't want to disturb him. And then I told my friend and he was like, you need to go up there and sit next to him. Oh my God. This is so confident. (laughs) I know. It was the scariest moment ever. So I go upstairs first and I like peer through the door and I see him sitting in the front. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to go sit at the front of a comedy show with 
six audience members. No way. It'd be weird. It'd feel like for the comedians, because you know them, it would feel like you were like nagging them. I know. <laughs> I hate like, when you're like, don't, don't put pressure on me like that. <laughs> yeah, I felt like a traitor to my own people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, go, I go back downstairs and I'm like, I go to my friend. I'm like, dude, there's no way that I'm going to go there. He's sitting yeah. in the front and he's like, you have to go back. And I'm like, no. And then he's like, yes. So I'm like, fine. You didn't. You didn't go up and sit beside him, did you? I did. Up at the front of the show? To the front of the show. And did any of the comedians interact with you? Uh, yeah. Oh my God, this is a nightmare. What did they say? Were they, did they realize it was you or did they just. Oh, yeah, the funniest situation, too, because I, 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 so I go up to him before the show starts and I'm like, hey. <laughs> My classic line. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, is anyone sitting here? And he's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I just plop my ass next to him. And the show starts. And we're just sitting there watching the show together. And I'm in the front row just pretending I don't know each of the comics. Oh, my God. This is my nightmare. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, ah, yes, like, you supportive audience member pretending like i don't do comedy and have never like you know you've heard all these people's jokes a million times as well (laughs) yeah i'm like oh my god good one clever and so then andrea allen goes up and she i don't know if you're familiar with yes yeah my dad still talks about her he was like she was talking about drinking buckets of cum i've never in my life heard the likes of it (laughs) so yeah she's on stage and then she starts talking about drinking cum and of course andrew being out andrew andrea being alan andrew Mm -hmm. being andrea she points at me and she's like so how much cum would you say you've had and like, how much how many teaspoons a tablespoon a bucket of cum which did you have and i was sitting there like i just had like i mean not a teaspoon <laughs> <laughs> but i'm also not about to be like oh me i got tons of cum. <laughs> yeah i shower and cum come on <laughs> yeah exactly I pour cum in my cereal, honey. Yeah, gross, gross. Um, but yeah, so I had to keep it at this like weird, friendly medium of cum guzzling. Yeah. <laughs> so the guy wouldn't immediately um, be turned off or freaked out by me. Yeah. So actually, funny way that relationship ended. It goes back to the threesome story, but we'll get to that. Okay. Oh, well, how long did you guys date for? So you actually ended up dating. Yes. Yeah, so the show ended and then we went back to his apartment um, because he lived in like one of those condos near the creek. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, I know. He worked in finance. I was like, this is it. You yeah. know? <laughs> You're like, I'm leaving my necklace here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he went alone to a comedy show, which I thought was a cool yeah. act of confidence in a person. You know, like a lot of people are afraid to go to shows alone, but I think it's like super cool. So, um, yeah, so we just ended up talking. He paid for my Uber home, like just such a gentleman. Um, Oh, you didn't even buy and you just talked. No, no, we just talked. 
he was fresh out of a breakup. So for yeah. him, he was still kind of feeling a little bit. Aww. So we didn't get physical until like a week or two later. So yeah. we really waited. <laughs> we really got to know each other. <laughs> um, so yeah, we started dating and then we, we were seeing each other for like two months total. Yeah. And unfortunately, the relationship uh, mainly ended because he realized he still had feelings for his ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that was pretty unfortunate. That was kind of a blow because he said, oh, yeah, I'm totally over my ex. So I was like, sure, okay. Yeah, it's just bad timing. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying, I try to not, you know, be resentful and just understand that, like, nothing's about you or very few things are really about you so that happened but it's funny because we were out one night and I'm with his friend and his two friends in the car and I'm sitting next to him and then we start talking about threesomes yeah and I'm super used to being open you know with guys because of comedy yeah 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 like we don't have a filter. No, no. I, I mean, it's sometimes the bane of my existence, but it helps make great comedy. But I completely understand what you're saying. Because exactly. sometimes I'll say something and I'm like, oh, these are regular people. They don't want to hear me. I know. Like, I balls. just was not used to it. So his friend goes, have you ever had a threesome before? And I was like, yeah. And then <laughs> I'm just talking, you know, and his friend goes, oh, two girls? And I was like, yeah, two girls and two guys. <laughs> <laughs> and then meanwhile my boyfriend or whatever whatever guy i'm seeing is like melting in his seat like covering his head like his face just being like oh no i can't believe i'm hearing this really that's so yeah. strange that he would judge you so quickly or even and especially in new york it's so rare to meet someone who probably hasn't some some sort of wild sexual experiences right well Here's the thing. He's originally from Miami in Florida. And I think that his parents are more on the conservative side. Oh, okay. And I looked at pictures of his ex-girlfriend and she looks like she has never stepped out of church. So, okay, I mean, yeah, it's like, I, I think he was conservative, but I didn't know to the, to what extent. Yeah. So I'm just babbling away you know, being like, I have three times. And he just like, couldn't look at me after that for the whole night. Yeah. That's not someone you're going to want to end up with anyway. That's no, no. I think you dodged. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, at the moment I was like, I just can't believe that someone would feel that way about that. But then Mm. on the other hand, I guess he felt weird because I was talking about it with his friend. And so his friend suddenly knew about like my sexual whatever. Oh but I was gosh. like, I just felt like I was just kicking it with the guys, yeah, you know, yeah. like I didn't think like I have to present myself in a certain light. So it was kind of slut shaming to be honest. It is a hundred percent slut shaming. Yeah. Like, a weird, like, yeah, well, he wants you to be seen as this sort of, Oh, like virgin-esque or like angelic. Yeah, Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah, pure. And after that, he also had gone back to his ex. So I was like, that was the catalyst because he was like, I'm 
my Virgin Mary. Yeah, yeah. You go back to her being like, oh, it's okay that you don't do certain things. Like, I like yeah. the more conservative. But was he good in the bedroom? Like, were you guys, was it like a healthy yeah. sexual It was good. It was a nice, nice life. <laughs> yeah, okay, good, good. It wasn't, very, it wasn't wild. Yeah, um, okay. But it, it was nice. And like, you know, I didn't have any trouble like coming or whatever. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's good. It was, yeah, mainly one position, <laughs> but I'm lazy. So I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like this guy likes me. I like him. That's honestly all I need. So. That's so funny. Cause I like, I would find sex like a huge, um, thing in a relationship that like, I don't want to go forward in it if it's not like, really? Yeah. Like if it's not like pretty good or there's not a huge that sexual thing. chemistry. Yeah. Which is hard yeah. cause you find that more with kind of dickheady guys I find there's more of a sexual chemistry than like with the nice guy <laughs> I was just talking about this with my other friend and he was like are nice people just bad in bed <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I think I'm good in bed and I'm a nice person no I think nice Me people too. can be yeah I just think there's so many sexually repressed people or maybe not experienced or as yeah. confident and then you think like, oh, I'll wait a while and it'll get better or I'll tell them. But then sometimes when you tell, they get like a little defensive. So yeah. it can be really hard. You're dealing with a lot. But yeah, sex yeah. is a thing. It was, it was crazy because afterwards, like I, after I hook up with someone, I want to like cuddle and like yeah. kind of have like fun without like clothes on. Yeah, yeah I love that. With him immediately after we would have sex, he'd put back his boxers. So he's insecure as well. Yeah, he has some sex, repressed sex yeah. stuff or body image oh stuff. God. Huh? What? <laughs> invite him on. Invite him on. Oh my God, the poor guy. Well, that's the thing. Any guy like that could never date me because all I do is talk about like sex stuff on podcasts and... Right. Oh, I know. But I guess it's grand. I guess they wouldn't be able to deal with me long term anyway. So it's probably better that I'm like... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a good way to weed people out. I mean, I know it just weeds out a lot of people. <laughs> it does. It scares me. Like really how sad. many, how many men is this actually going to weed out? Because my first boyfriend also used to slut shame me yeah. when he was the guy I lost my virginity to. Ugh, that's ridiculous. So how does that even, it doesn't make any sense. I know because I had hooked up with guys in the past, like hooked up and like touched a boob, you know? Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I hate that. So there's that. no winning. Well, there, yeah, there's no winning. There's no... Yeah. And like the thing is, the more sex we have, you know, the more experience. We're going to be better. So you said right. some shame. You should be like, oh, it's great. My girlfriend's buying 100 people. You should see <laughs> what she can do with her tongue. Yes. Exactly. I hooked up with two guys in a day. That means I'm twice as better at sex now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it means you've dealt with more issues like performance anxiety all that stuff so you're able to handle it better you'll be like oh this happens to a lot of guys don't worry about it or like we can come back later or i can do you know yeah. i think yeah i think there's with experience anyway i hate slow shame and it's so sad i know it's, it's really pervasive even to this day so yeah absolutely I don't yeah. mind if it was said as a joke, let's say, like if someone who didn't mean it or like if a friend was like, you're such a slut or someone like, yeah, I'm a slut. <laughs> but like when it's used in a relationship as a point against you, I'm like, oh, fuck this. Especially yeah. one time a guy said to me, oh, you're remem- making me remember. An ex-boyfriend back in Ireland was like, oh, no, 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 sorry. 
he wasn't in Ireland. It was here, but it was an Irish guy, but I was just dating him briefly. But he was like, how many people have you slept with? Don't tell me if it's more than your hand. Or maybe that was the Irish guy in Ireland. I can't remember, but I know it was an Irish guy. And I was like, well, then I can't tell you because it's more than the fingers on my hand. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. He just put you in that lose-lose situation. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Like I'm, and I was, yeah, I can't remember which one, but yeah, like I've had lots of partners. I don't care. I just, yeah. a lot of time I don't sleep with them on the first night because I, I like to get to know them, but I, I date a lot. So right. <laughs> I probably had more partners than my friends who have one night stands. <laughs> so. Right. Well, it's also weird because I have not had super long relationships, but I've had a lot of like brief things. Yeah. And then when you think about it, it's weird because like as a woman who's single, it's not like you're having sex super often, or at least not in my case. Yeah. So it's weird because the number is high, but the amount I've done it is not necessarily as high as someone who's, you know, been in two relationships their whole life. So yeah, I've done it like regular. I've, I've had a lot of sex as well. <laughs> <laughs> but I also as well, I was saying this to someone recently. I was, oh, so like the, the, I was saying to the guy that I'm seeing that it's easy for women to have a lot of sexual or it's easy for anyone to have a lot of sexual partners because if you have sex the first time when you're 16 and you're 30 yeah and you only have uh what's that 14 years and you only have sex twice a year with two people a year which isn't a lot one in six months that's not a lot that's already 28 people yeah yeah, like that's so and i yeah it's just very easy you could have more a lot of people might have sex with a person a quarter like of the year or like a yeah. season or and then some people every weekend <laughs> and it's all fine but it's very e- and sex is always on the table for women it's always offered it's always there it's right. with anybody you, we want the problem is a relationship but we can have sex with anybody a- any man that is single and willing like usually and if you're yeah. if you're their type but even if you're not if they're drunk enough they're like whatever <laughs> like, yeah just always on the table we are always sexual objects exactly yeah I think about like when I get stoned I get into this place where like I'm really comfortable and I'm not aware of my body yeah but I feel like as a woman you're constantly just aware of your body like you're never not aware of it it's crazy it's so true like even on the train when people look at you you're always like and I don't I don't I like being a woman but yeah you're always you got guy friends that when you get into a relationship, they fade away and you're like, no, I thought we were real friends. <laughs> oh no. Great friend. yeah. yeah. It's crazy. So it's, uh, it's funny how the threesome story tied into the other guy. I was like, wasn't even expecting. <laughs> yeah. And look, we're doing, that's a guy as well though in the future it with doing comedy he would have been weird about you saying stuff or like if he heard a podcast and you talk about your personal like you talk about sex on stage I'm sure so like yeah he wouldn't have worked long term so it's kind of good that it's actually really good that you were honest because imagine that had it went like six months later and then he heard you on a podcast or something mm-hmm. so it kind of worked out that was like a a godsend I don't really like well, saying that thing, but what yeah, but do- bullet dodge is better. A universe send. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case people don't believe in God. <laughs> I believe in everything. I'm like, God, 
aliens, everything, um, whatever. I'm, be- I'm betting on all systems, UFOs. <laughs> ghosts, <laughs> UFOs. Yeah. The UFOs are watching over me. So. Yeah, they got your back. <laughs> and so, Annie, before we go, any advice for people on uh, meeting people in real life after the pandemic, I guess? I guess I'm saying hello. Yeah, make eye contact. I know it's scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For a lot of people, it really is. Yeah. I'm always like, yeah, but yeah. sometimes, yeah, I don't know. Have a drink. <laughs> yeah, that's everybody's advice. Have a drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell them uh, when you first meet them, you've had a threesome and yes. go from there. Yes. Um, no, I'm glad though that that came up. That you Are you seeing anybody now, if you don't mind? No, I actually went on a few Tinder dates, but they were not that enjoyable. So now I'm in the loving myself phase where oh, good. I just want to have fun with my friends and live life. Oh, no, I love that. That's the best phase. No. Uh, uh, and did you, in, in Amsterdam, do they, they just have Tinder? Do they have other apps? They have Bumble. They have Happen. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they don't have Hinge. No. Okay. It hasn't hit the market yet. That's the best one, I think. I know. I had a really good hinge quarantine date on FaceTime. Oh, but then I went back to Amsterdam after <laughs> before he asked me to hang out in person. So I was like, um, well, you should keep up in contact. Well, do you plan to come back to America at any stage? Or? Yeah, I don't blame you. And I asked you this, but I can't remember what you said. There's no com- There's comedy in English there. Oh, you speak Dutch? Oh, so you're yeah, fine. Yeah, I speak English better, so I'll probably dabble in the uh, English scene. Yeah. And see oh, what's yeah. going on. And you can go to like places in Europe. There's a great yeah. uh, Berlin comedy scene. Exactly. You know, Paris has an English speaking one. Yeah. London, when it stops being on fire. I know. Actually, London's might not come back for a long time. Never mind. Yeah. Right. So. Well, that was sad. <laughs> Have you got, um, will you plug yourself? I forgot your Instagram. Uh, yes. Um, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at, uh, the handle is OMG, it's death, D-E-F. And I am not doing any Zoom shows uh, because I'm <laughs> refusing right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no shows just uh like my tweets and instagram posts That's yeah it. follow you because you have great tweets they're so funny oh thank you likewise oh, thanks yeah i love a good tweet <laughs> i love posting tweets on instagram <laughs> one of my friends was like oh yeah people just seem to use instagram to post tweets and i was like mm, that is me <laughs> <laughs> yes because there's so many people not on twitter what are you gonna do you yeah. can't let them go to waste exactly and then it's like a meme yeah and people actually enjoy it i've had people reach out and say i really love this so yeah yeah. i've gotten more followers since i've been doing it so exactly yeah well there you go thank you so much thank you for having me this is so fun you're the best thank you have a good day